Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. On today's show, I'm joined by Najee Karar, Paul Hope and Paul Brady. Morning guys, how is everyone? Good morning, morning. morning. Everybody good for a Saturday morning? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, we're only two weeks away from Christmas. A bit daunting, need to start Christmas shopping I suppose. Okay, so we are back on a Saturday morning, slot once again, and this week we'll start by asking Paul how long he's been a 49ers fan, why he chose the 49ers, and have you had the opportunity to watch a game at either Levi's or Candlestick? Uh, well, I started supporting them sort of like on the, the turn of 1988, Um And it was because of my dad. My dad was uh, based over in uh, San Francisco at the time. And we were listening to them lose to the Giants uh, in Germany on American Forces Network. Um and then I kind of started supporting them myself the following year, which was a bit of a luxury year. Um, I haven't ever seen them in uh, the US on US soil, um, but I have seen them twice in London. I was supposed to go. He was a season ticket holder at Tampa. Um, we were supposed to go and watch the game where Jerry Rice uh, got injured. Right. My sister decided to get married. But no, that's, that's the closest <laughs> I've been to seeing them. How, how inconvenient <laughs> of your sister. What's that? <laughs> how, no, how inconvenient of her getting married. <laughs> right, so Sunday we come up against the Washington football team. Um, I think this is the first time this season that we've played somebody with exactly the same record as us. So we're both five and seven. Um, Washington has seen a little bit of a renaissance under Alex Smith once he's come back in and replaced Kyle Allen. Um, they are now in the hunt for our wildcard space spot. Um, so it's it's a good old English Premier League six-pointer on Sunday night. We really need to win this. I mean, to be honest, we really need to win all of our games between now and the end of the season if we've got any hope of that wildcard spot. Um, but obviously, it starts with the next game, and the next game is against Washington. Um, from my point of view, I, I think it's going to be a bit of a slugfest, to be honest. I, th- I think there's two very good defences coming up. Um, my main concern is... What we pretty much say every week, the game's won and lost at the line of scrimmage. When I look at Washington and the way they're both their offensive line and defensive line are playing, I think they've actually got the upper hand on us. So that's a little bit of a concern if it's going to be won at the line of scrimmage, which, to be honest, most football games are. Um, again, from my point of view, I think we need to do what we always say we need to do. We need to establish the run. We need some short, quick passes. We need to get Debo involved a lot earlier than what we did last week that's for sure and then hopefully we'll have a chance of coming out of this game with a win um i think it's going to be close but let's get into the analysis so naji what's your take on sunday's game yeah i agree with you i think um i can only hope it's not a slugfest like we had last year because that was game if everybody remember uh the wet party that, that we had some in good washington yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think I think the matchup um, is on the defensive line um, of, of Washington. We're going to have to somehow manage to 
to stop these guys. And luckily, we played twice um, a very good defensive line this year already, and and we we won both those games against the Rams. Um, even though um, what's his name? <laughs> I forgot his name. I'm blanking. Mornings, eh? um, did have a good game against us. Uh, Aaron Donald have a, had a good game against us the second time around. But I thought I, I think I think it's going to take the same type of game uh and i 100 percent agree with you we're gonna have to uh go on the outside and go around the edges because because they do have a very impressive uh front four um you know chase young is probably going to be an all pro eventually when he learned how to play in the nfl and he's already very good um you know jonathan allen and darren payne have been amazing down in the center and montez sweat is uh, maybe not the best pass rusher, but he's definitely got the numbers and he's helped by by a very good line. And, and you know, they've still got Ryan Kerrigan, which we talked about we'd like to have because it was rumors uh, just before the trade line. Um, but you rest, you, you look at the rest of the defense and I think the linebacker corp and, and the secondary isn't as talented. So there's definitely ways to attack there. Um, and, then, and then on the other side of the ball, I think... They've they've not scored thirty points uh, all season. I think they did it once against uh, against Dallas, which was a bit of a weird game on on Thanksgiving, which kind of was handed to them by Dallas, and then they just ran away with it. Um, but they've struggled to to score points, and they've been very methodical, and they've just basically won the games at the back of their defense. Well, that's what we do, uh, but I think we've got a better one overall, and we've got a more talent on offense. So I agree with you. It's gonna be it's gonna be a defensive game. I think I'm expecting the same type of game as we played against the Rams, and uh, and I think it suits us really well because uh, we've talked about it loads, and Gareth keeps mentioning all the time. Uh, uh, we can't win shootouts. I don't think we're suited for it. I don't think we have the the quarterback power to do it. Um, I don't think we've got the we're missing George Kill and and downfield Fred too much to be able to be in that kind of game. Um, so I, th- I think we've got a good chance. I think it's a good matchup for us, and it's it's definitely going to be a, a, in the trenches kind of battle. Uh, our injury report as well shows that Tom Compton is out. I, I actually kind of almost feel like that's a good thing because he's not been playing really well, but that also means if he's been in, whoever's behind him is less good than him, so we might be on demand on the line. Um, uh, but we we do get um Kwan Williams back maybe he's questionable uh, and we you know maybe DJ Jones might play that is doubtful so so we do get some key pieces back maybe um and they're missing Antonio Gibson uh, he's out with a toe turf and I think he's been maybe the best player on that team so um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a battle um let's let's talk let's talk our defense against against their offense first, I think, because the, the bulk of the talk is going to be the other way around. Um, so, Paul B., welcome. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think we can stop Alex? Uh, yeah, I, I think pretty much the same as you. I think that um, from from our perspective, you know, where, where the game is won and lost, from stopping Smith is more a case of how we match up against their receivers. I don't think Smith is necessarily the issue. Um, but it's... I think we might see that uh, Salah has to, to basically switch sides. We can't just keep Sherman on the left for this one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, from what I see, that we've got um, 
I can't remember the net. They got a giant receiver, haven't they? Is that um, the guy that uh, was a rookie last year, McLaurin? No, 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 no. No, he's, he's Sims a or one. Sams or something. Oh, he's Sims, like, come Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a big dude. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he he needs to be matched up with Sherman because Verrett needs to go speed on uh, Terry McLaurin. On, on scary Terry. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think if um. Yeah. If, if we if we do it so that we just keep left and right, I think that's that's where we're going to come unravelled. But it's it's going to come more down to uh, Salah what what he does in the uh the sort of the back end of this. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting because he sounds it's going to be one lost at the receivers. I mean, we've all got experience of what Alex Smith is like, and it was very rare that he he threw the ball downfield when he was fit. He's yeah. not exactly fit. He you can see he is still struggling to uh, throw off that foot, that leg, and he's definitely not going to be running. So that gives our D line at least half a chance to to get a little bit more pressure on him than what we've managed over the last couple of weeks on the likes of uh, Allen and um, on Goff, even though we won against the Rams. So I think that's that's going to be interesting to see how we handle Alex Smith because he's going to have to stay in the pocket. He doesn't have a particularly big arm on him. And I think that's going to give the advantage to both Verrett and Sherman. Um, definitely Sherman, who, who's lost that half yard of pace and kind of get burned every now and again by a decent uh, speedy wideout. Um, but obviously, he uses experience to his advantage there. And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Sherman get another interception on Sunday night. Mm, yeah, I would. Yeah. I think I think if we can keep, um, like you say, Smith Armstead as well, if he needs to be not getting blocked out by tight ends and stuff like that and trying to um, lose contain diving inside. Um, or if he can keep Smith inside, I think uh, Smith's going to be a little bit more jumpy. Obviously, you you always are. You come back from an injury like that, you're not going to yeah. want to get hit. And um, there's a lot of big bodies inside there on the 49ers. So I think keep him there, keep him rattled. And like you say, I think he puts one up that Sherman can go after. But if we just let him roll out, he's he, he's by no means uh, you know super mobile quarterback. But if if we keep him inside, I think that plays a lot better to our defensive strengths. I think like Nancy said, Gibson missing for them should, should obviously go on out further. Like Paul Beach just said, there Smith's not. A mobile quarterback, he's not a Josh Allen. Um, like what you and Nadji have said, we need to establish our identity of control in the trenches, run the ball effectively to set up the pass. We need Kyle to get his creative genius on. Can he dial up that effective game plan where we establish the run and Mullins is smart with the ball? I mean, I said it on last week's show. I don't think Mullins played particularly bad against the Bills, but this is a, a must-win game. We need him to yeah. mistake-free football. We say every week on the show, mistake-free football, minimise the penalties. But we do need to control the clock. We need to win the time of possession. Like you have said, their front four, four first-rounders, they're coming into this on the top of a defeating the Steelers, which I've heard all week because my good friend Dan is a Washington football fan. So this is a bit of a grudge match between me and my mate. Um, <laughs> and he's suddenly become very chirpy this week, shall I say, with the text messages. Mm. But... Um, I'm looking forward to the game, like we say every week. I want it to be competitive. I do think it's going to be a slugfest. I'd love it to be an easy win for Nadji, 43-5-0 for the 49ers. <laughs> but unfortunately, gentlemen, I think it's going to be another one of those uh, Sunday nights where we buckle in and we just see what happens. So slightly off topic, but you started watching the 49ers in 2012. So you've got very limited exposure to Alex Smith as a 49er fan, but obviously you started following the season when he was replaced by Kaepernick. What are your, what is your view on Alex Smith as a quarterback? 
Yeah, to be fairly, that's something I've, I've thought about this week. Like you said, I came into American football that season when my daughter was born. And funnily enough, the first full game I watched was the 49ers versus the Chicago Bears when Kaepernick started. And I thought, right. hell, he, look, he looks good. Like, they don't normally <laughs> run around and do this. What's going on? And then, obviously, I've read up on Alex Smith and, you know, comeback player of the year for me, where he's come back from that injury. And, you know, he's done interviews this week. Yeah, and, like... I've got a yeah, friend who's Green. I've got a friend, sorry, Nigel, who's a Green Bay fan, and he absolutely loves Aaron Rodgers, and he keeps going on about how Alex Smith shouldn't have been taken first overall. And we've talked about it on this show many a time with the drafts. We can all look back in hindsight and say, oh, "We should have picked him. We should have picked him." I'm just looking forward to seeing Smith on Sunday. Um, yeah, I, think I'm, it's I am too. I, I have a soft spot for Smith because part of it is because of the all this talk about Aaron Rodgers and how we should have picked him first and. That's not how the draft works. You pick whoever you think is going to win your games and get you to Super Bowls. You have no idea what what's what for you know ten years down the line. And I am you know he's you know he's been part of a horrible team. He's been part of good teams, and he's like he's up there in in Niners history to me. And some cracking games against the Saints, and you know, um, and he's always been good. And he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. And it was kind of heartbreaking to see that leg shatter a couple of years ago. And yeah, I'm looking forward to just see him against us. And what you know, it, you know, when we when we let when we let him go, it, I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed. But obviously, we had cap, and it was a new era, and and all that. But you know, I'm I'm excited to see him. I'm so happy for him that he can even just you know walk, never mind play football. At, at the NFL level, that's insane. So, I mean, I hope he has a bad day against us, so we can, as you said, I'd like a, I'd like an easy game. That'd be awesome. But yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, always, always love the guy. Um, wish him nothing but the best, except, except on Sunday. Just um, don't hurt yourself. Just, just throw a couple of picks. I don't mind that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, without <laughs> trying to turn the show into the Alex Smith love fest show, I've, I've got yeah. to agree. I've got a soft spot for Alex Smith. Yeah. Um, I, I always, right? Yeah, I, I always thought it wasn't his talent that was the limiting factor in how well he did no, for 49ers. I don't, I don't it was, it was the turnover of staff behind behind him. That was the uh, the limiting factor. Six offensive coordinators in six seasons. Um, his best season by far for me was, was under North Turner. I mean, he took the Chiefs, took the Chiefs to an AFC, AFC championship, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, you know... <laughs> I know Mahomes is a different kind, so it looks as if like Alex Smith stopped them from winning a Super Bowl, but it's it's that's not how it works, right? He, he had a good team around him, and you know he, he's a good quarterback. He always has been to me. Um, but yeah, but, we'll, it, we'll see but, on it, Sunday. but it allowed them to. Yeah, go on. Oh no, no. All I was going to say, Paul, was it allowed them to take Mahomes with no pressure. I think everyone yeah, forgets absolutely. that they took Mahomes because yeah, yeah. Smith was there. Smith played that season out, and then obviously Mahomes had time to learn the system. We talk about it all the time. Rookie quarterback. Look at Rogers. He sat for a couple of years. Josh, uh, Josh Allen, third season. It's finally clicking. So I think that fact gets overlooked for Smith that it allowed them to jump up to get Mahomes, and he wasn't plugged straight. And I think people forget Mahomes didn't come in day one and be like what we know he is. So that's just all I wanted to add. So sorry, Paul, for cutting in there. No, no that's, that's fine. I was going to say, when, when you're taken first overall in the draft as well, you're not going to a good team. There's, there's a reason <laughs> they're picking first. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, got no behind them. 
Uh, and if you're going at the back end of the first round, you're going to a team that did considerably better during the previous season and has got more talent. But it's it's like we said, he, he went through uh, you know, literally like a, a new offensive coordinator every year, new system every year. Um, from only sort of three or four years in, it's constantly looking over his shoulder because the 49ers were wheeling in new quarterbacks to... Um, you know, when I watched him at Wembley, it was uh, like the Smith show because they had, I think it was Troy Smith at the time. Yeah, that they brought in to um, That's right. uh, to sort of like compete with them, and you can't play like that. You can't play looking over your shoulder. Yeah, um, it, and you got Adrian Jenkins, didn't you? <laughs> and then, so, so when, when you got that fresh start, and it's just kind of like this is this is your show until you know we groom the you know the kid up to replace you. That's fine, and you just see the difference it had on his uh, uh, you know, his gameplay. Yeah, I think as well we're talking about people facing their old teams. Trent Williams, he's yeah. definitely looking forward to this game. Grudge, but I, I don't believe it. Always deep down, you've got something inside you when you're facing uh, your... The, the Washington stuff isn't the same though. let him go, right? Um, Gruden's gone, you know, pretty much everything is, is different in Washington now, so I, I'm sure it kind of plays a little bit of a part, but I, NFL players, they don't really need the extra to get wired up, right? So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But, but Just the so stuff this, I've seen him say this week, Nadji, that's all. Like you said, right, it isn't the same team. It's like Smith. Smith's coming back to first of 49 it's not the same yeah, team. But I'm sure. I just, yeah, I think with regards well, to Smith, it wasn't really the team. I, I think it was down to Harbour. Yeah. yeah Harbour was, was that limiting factor there for Smith. Yeah. Um, I, I don't agree with how he lost his place through injury. Um, they always say you, you, you don't let uh, a QB lose his place through injury like that once they come back. You have to give them the shot to uh, try again. And to say he was going with the hot hand, I mean, I can understand that. You, you go with the players that you think is going to give you the best chance to win the game. But well, it's not as though Alex Smith made us a worse team. No, and it suited Greg Roman at the time. You know, we, you can see what he's doing now with, with Lamar Jackson, and that's clearly the kind of game he wants to play, you know, when we had Cab. So, um, no, we said we wouldn't talk about Alex Smith forever, but <laughs> that's that kind of guy. <laughs> that's what he does to you. Um, well, let's let's talk let's talk on on offense then. Um, obviously, we've got a tall order trying to stop, you know, Chase Young and Kerrigan and Montez Sweat and Darren Payne is very good inside guy, quite young. Um, it's a space. Um, I'm looking for Monster to have a a better game since he's come back. Um, it'll be his third game now. I hope he can ramp up and break 100 yards and break a big one, maybe. That would be awesome. Um, what do you guys think? Paul H., what, yeah. do you think, uh, what do you think? No, no, I agree. I think Lee touched upon it at the start. I think Kyle's going to attack the linebackers. We know this front four are good. I just want to see Ayuk and Debo this more this week. Um, like you said, if we establish the run with Mostar, it opens up the passing game. Um, so hopefully we see a lot of play action, jet sweeps, you know, the yards after catch brothers. Let's get them boys going this Sunday. What do you think, Lee? Yeah, so what more, uh, what I just said about Mostert, uh hoping he has a better game with being his third game, I, I think actually that's going to be key to ha- whether or not we win this game or not. If Mostert has the good game, then I can't see any reason why we can't come away with the win. Um, but like I said at the start, I'm, I'm very concerned about the battle at the line of scrimmage. 
I think looking at their defensive line and looking at some of the weaknesses in our offensive line, it's going to almost feel as though we've been blitzed constantly. So yeah. it's how Mullins reacts to that. And to be honest, I mean, people turn around and say Mullins isn't very good under pressure. But when he's being blitzed, he, he, teams, he seems to do quite well. So let, let's see how Mullins reacts because he is going to be pressured all game long. It's going to be relentless because this Washington team, this Washington defensive line is by far the best defensive line in the NFL at the moment. Um, obviously, we we missing major pieces, so we can hardly call ourselves the best. Even though we are getting decent pressure without the sacks, um, I, I just look at the Washington uh, team defense and think that's a really good defense. I said it last week. I said we we can't count our, uh, count our chickens before the hatch on this game because they're just so good defensively, offensively they're absolutely abysmal, um, but defensively they're really really good. So if Mottsith turns up and uh, plays like we think he can play, and if we do get Debo involved, I think Debo, out of Debo and Ayuk, I think it's more important to get Debo involved early on. I think yeah. Ayuk seems to be, uh, I was going to say more consistent. I don't think he is more consistent. I, I can't think of why I, I prefer Debo to get involved first other, outside of Ayuk. I think Debo gives us that more... Spark, isn't it? It's it is. It's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Ayuk is more steady. Debo does give you that X factor. He's, he's the Kittle X factor type. I mean, he's, yeah. he's almost identical to Kittle. I mean, especially with the build. <laughs> and again, we mentioned this the other week, but he's had a pet test again, which he's not happy about. So I think yeah. he's on to number seven or eight for the season. Um, that's interesting. But yeah, I think Debo is our spark with Kittle not being playing. That's yeah. what I was talking about. Kyle haven't uh, uses creative genius. The game plan out with stoppers is out there. Buffalo did such a good job containing us and limiting us and the run. And that's what we've all said. We need to get our identity back. We're a run-heavy team. That's what we do. And that allows us to set up the pass. And like you said, Lee, just want Mullins to be smart. He recognises the blitz, get the ball out quickly and let them boys get the yards after catch. Yeah, I think science. that's the problem though with him. He, he doesn't recognize the blitz. He doesn't really read it really well or slides the protection. Um, the, and and I think that's where most of his woes are coming from. He he doesn't identify where the pressure is coming. And and uh, good quarterbacks will slide away, move up the because they, they'll know where it's coming, or you throw straight into the blitz. To be fair, and good then, quarterbacks normally also have a good center who's helping them identify that, and we don't. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. But you know, it's a, yeah, it's a team thing, right? It's it's not just a one man ever. But I, to me, all of these errant throw that Nick Mullins is throwing is is always kind of under pressure and kind of just slinging in and hoping for the best. And to like on Sunday, we won't be able to to afford too many t- turnovers. I I don't think we've had a single game where we've been winning the turnover battle. Um, and it's. But the result is clear. Right? We're five and seven rather than being, you know, this time last year we we were eleven and one or or something. So, um, yeah, I it's gonna be. I think I think what we need is the same game we played against the Rams the first time around. Um, I know we had Jimmy and um, when we had George, but uh, I think slinging the ball on the outside, real quick throws, that's that's how you slow down a, a D line and make them. Uh, irrelevant by getting rid of the ball so fast that they don't have time to get to you. It doesn't matter yes. if the blitz is coming or not because the ball is already gone. Um, and and that's how you beat 
a good D-line. And and thankfully, they don't have really anything else, to, you know, to answer. They do have a couple of good cornerbacks. You know, Ronald Darby is pretty good, and, and Kendall Fuller is, is a pretty good... I mean, everybody's good in the NFL, but, you know... Um, I think that's where if, if we can, you know, get most of it on the outside and get some check yards and not being, you know, I've said it many times, second and 19, it's is very hard to convert a first down. Um, we need to be in third and very short at the very least, you know, third and two, third and three yeah. at, the, at the max. Otherwise, you, you, we need, you need to build momentum on offense and, you know, start getting first downs. And when you get first down, then good things happen. Um, but you know, if you every other every other drive you're on third and twenty nine, then the game is just not going to go your way because you're going to have to force things and try things you wouldn't otherwise, and that's when turnover happens and again gets out gets out of hand really fast, like they did against you know against the Cowboys. So I think it's going to take us making sure they don't get hot on defense and don't get excited and, and wanted to make plays and, and turn the ball over for their offense. If we can just keep a clean game, and it, I think that's all it takes, a clean game, no stupid penalties that puts us in first and 20. Um, you know, we get a big a big run or whatever. Just don't hold anybody. Don't block anybody in the back. I know it's easier to said than done, but well, I'm sat at home watching the couch, right? So um, it, I can do that. It's easy. But yeah, I've, that's what it's going to take. Just a clean game, and I think we'll be victorious. Not easily, but I think it'll be somewhat comfortable if we can just no throw picks, no fumble, and, and be be good about it. I hope the team's feeling all right this second week. Stuck in a hotel yeah. room, playing video games and watching movies. I'm sure it's not easy on them. Um, but yeah, if we can... I mean, you said it, Paul. It's a must win. If we lose this, it's over. Uh, we'll, we won't make it to the playoffs. And and they're going to be fired up. They can win their division. So, you know, what different world the East and the West is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think basically this game is going to be, uh, from, from our perspective on the offense, we, it's just um, our front four against their front four. The reason why I'm saying is our right guard as a whole. Um, I agree Tom Compton being out is is better, but um, we're, we're still not Depends fantastic there. Now, yeah. Yeah. We, I think we have to play it the same way as um, we did against New England. Just, just make sure that we determine where the uh, the edge is. Don't, don't let Washington yeah. set the edge. And if that means, uh, you know, just screen, uh, you know, the, the game to to even even if you put someone like Mostert out, so screen it to uh, either of our backs. Actually, um, Jeff Wilson is a good pass catcher as well. So yeah, either of our absolutely. backs, either of our receivers. Just get them outside of wherever um, Washington is setting the edge, and that's that's how we're going to do it. But we're not going to win this game just trying to match up against their front four. But like Najee said, behind that, there's there's very little. Um, and I think you know Debo, if he gets the the ball in his hands and he's away from their line, uh, then then we're all good. Also, as well, if you extend the edge, get get those four guys running all game. Uh, yeah. and you know, look to sort of like tire him out and um, and just, just get the pressure off Mullins. But but again, Mullins, I see a different quarterback. Um, because I, I don't necessarily think it's his pressure is, is due to him not recognizing the blitz or anything like that. That it's not, we're not necessarily being blitzed, it's it's just that we're, we're not stopping anything on the right hand side of our line. Um, so he's getting pressure in his face that he shouldn't see straight off the snap. You, sh- you shouldn't have a defensive tackle 
you know, coming back at you the same speed as the ball. Um, yeah. But if, if you watch that Jordan Reed touchdown, um, how he dealt with the, the pressure, the way he steps up and then and then uh, basically rolls to his right and put, you know, that's money. That's uh, that, that was yeah. a really nice play on that. The, he just doesn't the, do it at all, thing, does he? Yeah, I was going to say, and you have you have a play like that where he did fantastic, and then you look at the interception where he threw the uh, where he's trying to hit um, Jeff Wilson on that. He he basically he you see him step up. He he evades the pressure fantastically. He steps up, and then he's got I think it's uh, McKibbitz and um, uh, McGlinchey basically have uh, got uh, almost contained on the right hand side. If he just puts his left foot in the floor and goes around the um, the uh, right shoulder of McGlinchey, he probably walks into the end zone. There's there's nothing in front of uh, there. The next person is Ayuk and whoever's covering him, but he doesn't. He tries. He thinks, do you know what? If I sling this the other side of the field, straight in front of one of the best cornerbacks in uh, in the league, I'll probably do all right. <laughs> and um, so it's it's sometimes that his decision making there, but he's. You know, there's a reason why he's an undrafted guy, and he wasn't taken yeah. in the first round. You know, they they, they have their failings, um, and that's that's Mullins. But I think if he plays, you know, there's always a couple of couple of get, uh, throws that Mullins makes during a game. You're like, you just clench up, and you're like, why, why don't you throw it out of bounds? Yeah. You know, even he threw one away last week. It's the one where he, um, I think it was Compton on, um, yeah, it might have been Compton still on his foot as he was. Uh, oh, yeah. back. he fell over and he got up and he did yeah. the right thing which was to just don't force anything throw the ball out of bounds but he's got, he had nothing on his arm and it, it just it was too near the uh, the D-back you know when he did that and you just thought oh, any other day that could have also been a, you know uh, another pick but that's that's the thing that gets me with that but I just think if we Shanahan can't let Washington decide how the game's run we we started yeah. off. If you look at um, last week, we we went down the field and I thought, okay, this 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 is all right, and then it just disappeared after that. Um, and I just think Shannon's got to stay with the run, got to stay with the run, and got to stay with the short screen game. Yeah, that's what we've said before, Paul. Like we're not Mullins haters. It's the same. We're not Jimmy G total fan lovers. It's just with Mullins, we've said play smart. You've said yourself that's a couple of throws. You think, what are you doing? You sat home on the couch like, yeah. oh, don't do it. Um, and you're yeah. right. In, when he's got pressure on his face, he copes well with it. He'll hold on to the ball to the last second. He's took a couple of big hits getting the ball out. Um, and we all want him. But you've said there, he's a reason he was an undrafted free agent and he wasn't taken in the first round. And like you said, mm-hmm. we just need Kyle to get his creative genius back on and let us dictate to Washington, not the other way around. Easy said than done, I know. <laughs> mm, yeah. And on that note, let's move over on to the predictions. So the 49ers are three-point favourites, and the over-under is 43.5. Who would like to go first? I'll go first because I have a good feeling about this week. I, um, I really think our defence got embarrassed last week. Well, this week. It was Monday night. Um, and usually that doesn't go well for the next opponent, um, especially with the group we have. I think everybody got quite pissed, um, pardon my French, about the way we played. And I think everybody recognized that. Had we played better on defense, we might have had a shot to you know, beat the Bills and be in much better position to get to the playoff. And I think they're going to want to do 
um, they're going to want to put a statement against a team that doesn't have their best player in Antonio Gibson. So um, I'm hoping this is the game we don't turn the ball over and we get a few. Um, and I think we're going to win 27-10. Nice. Slightly over, but I, I have a good <laughs> feeling. It's about time we get one of those games. It's just not happened since the the Giants game, I think, which was quite comfortable. And but yeah, I'm gonna go I think for. It, uh, oh, sorry, Paul, go on. I was gonna say I think it's gonna be uh, like a closer on paper, uh, 23-21, but but not the nail biter it looks like. I think that Washington will probably get something at the end as they're they're chasing um, and scoring a bit down. Um, I, I think Robbie Gold's gonna earn his money. So yeah, I'm I'm 23-21. Very good. I'm gonna go for a 49ers Winley, which won't surprise you. Nope, um, not at all. <laughs> I always let my heart rule my head, but on this occasion, 20 to 14, 49ers win. That's what I'm putting on for this week. Yeah, I like that one, Paul. Mainly because of what I'm just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm I'm going for a 49ers win, um, but not 20 to 14, 20 to 13. Ooh. So there's only one point difference there. Yeah, I think it's going to, like I said at the start, I think it's going to be a bit of a slugfest. I think there's two good defences there. Um, looking at the, the Washington team's offence, I don't particularly think they're high-powered. Najee's already said they've never scored more than 30 all game, um, all season. Once. So they're doing it once, have they? Well, yeah, they're, they're definitely, they're definitely yeah. not doing it against us. That's for sure. Yeah. Famous last words, of course. I'm just probably just <laughs> jinxed us. Jinxed us <laughs> that's our yeah. season over now. But yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I'm basing it off just how poor I thought we were against the Bills. Yeah, um, I understand. And having said just... that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, to me, it's going to be a low-scoring game. 20 to 13. I think uh, Paul, H was, uh, Paul B was right, and Robbie Gold's going to earn his money this week. Um, he's definitely got two field goals in him there from my score. So hopefully we do come out 2013 winners because, to be honest, as long as it's a win, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just think, you know, the, the pretty much the entire line has been limited in practice this week and they're all questionable. Both tackle and the girl. That's bad for them. They played Tuesday. No, they played Monday. So... Wait, when did they play? Yeah, they played Monday and they had to travel all the way, all the way west, which is not is never easy on a slightly shorter week for them. Um, you know, especially with all the COVID stuff, and and I just think missing Gibson is, is massive. Like JD McKissick is is all right as a one-two kind of guy, but on his own, I just don't think, I just don't think it'll be that scary. Um, I don't know. I have a good feeling about this one. He's, he's like an extra receiver, isn't he? He's not he's not yeah, really yeah. Uh, an every down back. And um no. Peyton Barber is good for two yards. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm quite <laughs> yeah, happy if they hand it off to him three times and punt. But um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't it, it's it's basically gonna be their two receivers. It's it's gonna be size on size, speed on speed. And as as long as we get the matchup right on defense, we don't try and put size on speed and speed on size, we, we should be all right. I and, just hope German yeah, can, you know, Tiberius more. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Every game he's good for two touchdowns, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. I just thought I, if if Kevin Williams can play and he, he's practice limited, so maybe he'll play. I, you know, I think especially Sherman with he's clearly looking for a new team and 
he's going to want a big contract. So he's going to have to put some something on tape and show people that he's still got it. And what better, you know, what better day to do that than against an undermanned Washington team? So, yeah. But I, I think that's, that's what you said. I think um, before before that Sherman press conference, he might have had Salah thinking, we'll put him at free safety, might try something. Mm-hmm. And, but no, he's cornerback uh, and done. You know, we, we, I, th- I think all the the people that are getting free agent at the end of this year, unless they're happy to play for Jacksonville, somehow they think these big contracts are out there, but they're they're not going to be yeah. next year. Hey, I know it's, it's, gonna a, it's a weird time, isn't it? Well, I'm I'm a bit baffled by these comments because he's clearly very clever and knows the league and he knows the way it works because he's he's realistic. He knows we got to pay Warner. He knows we got to play Trent, pay Trent Williams, and and try. I think that sells to me that we're not going to move on from Jimmy nor his contract, and that's why we won't be able to resign him, which is kind of annoying. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to pay who next year. We we have no idea what the cap's going to be, and I maybe he's got inside knowledge that the cap might not move as much as they think. Or um, so yeah. But um, on the side note, I'd like to congratulate everybody to not say the R word on the you know on the po- on the podcast. <laughs> yes, at least we did something yes. that Fred didn't do, eh, Nadji? Yeah, exactly. We still love exactly. him, though. How disappointed! I, dis- <laughs> yeah, <of course>. I do. <laughs> I think the only reason we've managed it is because Gareth Gareth isn't on the show today. <laughs> he, he even said himself that's what he was yeah. most worried about. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. We'll be back on Monday with the review show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next week, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. The San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget